really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker and Mike Young. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kelly. So I don't know if you recall, it was maybe only a week or so ago that Sebastian Bach and Stephen Piercy of Rat got into it. This is on Twitter, where Sebastian Bach uh, said that Stephen Piercy was embarrassing himself and rock and roll. And then the next day, Sebastian Bach walked back those comments, said, uh, never mind, I was wrong. So did he learn his lesson? This is my question to you. Honestly, I, I don't really follow the Sebastian Bach drama. He's not the best person in the world, according to anybody who's ever been around him. Mm -hmm. But I do follow the world of wrestling. Uh -huh. And that led me into a Sebastian Bach rabbit hole. So late last night, for some reason, when you don't have a like nine to five job, you just stay up all hours of the night tweeting yeah. and, you know, living your life. And like, Chris yeah, okay. Jericho had just wrapped up his uh, AEW wrestling event yep. and uh, he's obviously fired up and Sebastian sure. Bach is online and Sebastian Bach gets uh, tagged in a tweet that said, man, Chris Jericho is starting to look like Sebastian Bach. And I posted a current picture of Jericho in an old Mm -hmm. 80s, early 90s picture of Sebastian Bach. Yeah, and, and Jericho, we should say, is just minding his own business at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, both of them are. They yeah. both got tagged in this tweet by yeah. Travis Walsh, Tra at Travis Drago. He is responsible for this entire thing. Okay, so then Sebastian Bach replies, every single day for the last two or three years, somebody tells me this. Interesting. And so far, so good. All good. Then Jericho chimes in again because he was tagged and yep. says, good-looking guys are good-looking guys. What else can we say, dude? All good so far. Yeah. This is a nice, friendly exchange. And I take it back. I take it back on Travis Drago. He's not responsible for this. Where it really derails is Captain Howdy 95. As I've been trying to tell you for years, Captain Howdy is a troublemaker. Whose Twitter profile picture is Takashi69. Yeah. So let's just say that, yes, this is the problem right here. Yeah. yeah, he jumps in and he says, you partied too much. Jericho has you beat. So basically he's saying that Sebastian Bach is ugly. Yes. Then he says, Sebastian Bach now says... He definitely does, considering that he mimes to a tape. Wait, what? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, no. Oh, boy. Then Brian Hayslip, Black Rose MD1, jumps in here, and everyone keeps getting tagged along this way. So mm -hmm. Captain Howdy's still being tagged, Travis Drago's still being tagged, yep. Chris Jericho, of course. The list is getting longer. He jumps in and says, you know, he tours with his band, right? I've seen him live a couple of times. He's not lip-syncing, to which Sebastian Bach replies, Cool, let's see a clip of that then, because every single clip I have seen is Millie Vanilli. Wow, the Millie Vanilli blast. You, could, I can't see, you can't see it right now, but I'm pulling my collar. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> you know what I like when it gets hot? Cold gin is what I like. Oh, yeah, well, Chris Jericho can agree to that, because this next tweet by Jericho sent at 4.33 a.m., yep. so let's keep he that says, in mind. Hi, I'm Chris Millie Vanilli Jericho. You know what, one of his best things? Being able to laugh at himself. I have five top 30 singles in the last five years with my band at Fozzy Rock. Fozzy. I'm a huge fan of Sebastian Bach, who had three top 30 singles 30 years ago. I always admired him as a singer and a friend, and I still do. So it's kind of a passive-aggressive blast. Well, that's passive-aggressive at its finest right there. Real good, yeah. And then uh, someone called At The Drab 4 has decided to jump in with, oh, the classic comparison of Spotify numbers. Yeah. He says, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. Why be a hater when you can be a failure as well? Of wow. course, the numbers indicating Sebastian Bach has 51,000 monthly listeners compared to Fozzie's nearly 600,000 yeah. monthly listeners. And Jericho, you know, passive-aggressively, 
retweeted that saying, wow, my band is more popular than, of course, he had to tag Sebastian Bach in that and then hashtagged it lip syncers. Yeah, I like that. I oh, like that. God, this is getting crazy. So it seems like uh, Jericho's got this well in hand, but nope. <laughs> Fozzie guitarist Rich Ward jumps in to defend the boss. And he tweets, anytime I've witnessed Sebastian's name come up in a group setting, the room enthusiastically lines up to say the worst things about him. He's universally disliked, never witnessed a more unifying topic. At I Am Jericho has always come to the guy's defense and shuts it down. Jericho is loyal and was always quick to defend a guy that he considered a friend. Seeing Sebastian publicly go after the only guy that I've ever witnessed utter a nice word about him is sad. Of course, this continued on. You can follow the whole thing on Twitter if you want to go with the back and forth and replies to other people's tweets. But eventually this led at 4.44 a.m. Yep. this morning to Chris Jericho challenging Sebastian Bach to a sing-off. He said, quote, I've seen the derogatory comments towards me from somebody I consider to be a friend. So with that in mind, I'll be happy to have a sing-off with Sebastian Bach. No effects, no tuning, no bullshit. Bach is a great singer, but I'm better. You've got my number, dude. Call me. Gut shot right there. About 20 minutes later, Sebastian Bach replies, I've texted you three times, no response. I'll sing in your face anytime you want. By this time at uh, 5 a.m., maybe, maybe Jericho's gone to bed. Maybe he'll pick this up tomorrow morning. Maybe that's his idea. So I don't think that's necessarily evidence against Jericho that he hasn't replied at 5 a.m. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mess. And, uh, you know, Jericho's been in the world of wrestling long enough. The uh, term work and shoot are thrown around in that business to decide what's real and what's fake. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping this is just a big work and these two are buddies and just having a good time. But it looks like someone worked themselves into a shoot, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so on your behalf we will follow this developing situation very closely and report any updates and if a sing-off does occur we'll be right there covering it live don't you worry <laughs> even if it is at 5 30 in the morning oh yeah let's see if we've got any other related uh sebastian bach news there's this eddie trunk hosted skid row yesterday on uh, his show as you're probably aware uh the skid row guys won't talk to sebastian bach now, last year was the 30th anniversary of their album, Skid Row. This is kind of interesting because they addressed it as far as the 30th anniversary because they're thinking of doing a Slave to the Grind tour. And what they said was, we didn't celebrate our 30th anniversary Skid Row album last year because, quote, the timing really didn't work out. We had so much other stuff planned, and then all of a sudden, boom! It was here, like it was a surprise. Maybe down the road we'll celebrate it, maybe for the 40th anniversary. So that is what Rachel Boland said. Of course, original basis was Skid Row. Sebastian Bach tried his hardest, at least he said in interviews, to get the band together, to reunite, to tour that Skid Row album to no avail. So he finally toured it in the fall. So he at least made one call to the fellas and said, hey, this anniversary is now. Yeah, so if we rewind all the way back to 1999, Skid Row got back together after a few years apart. Uh, without Sebastian Bach, it was original lineup members Rachel Bolin uh, Sabo and Scotty Hill they acquired a new singer called Johnny Solinger and then they fired him in 2015 uh, acquiring a vocalist by the name of Tony Harnell and he only lasted eight months but when they were acquiring Harnell as their vocalist they had thought about bringing Sebastian Bach back into the band and at the end of the day Snake Sabo said a reunion with Sebastian would have been great for a lot of other people who have wanted to see that happen but for us it would not have been pleasurable to be quite honest again going back to Rich Ward's statement when he jumped in to help out Chris Jericho yeah. that nobody has anything good to say about Sebastian Bach what's interesting to me about this story is one, they're going to do a Slave to the Grind tour 
in 2021 to mm-hmm. celebrate the 30th anniversary, and they think that's good timing based on the world we're in now. They're comfortable announcing that that's the right time, and the timing is going to work out sure, based okay. on this pandemic. We're well, they in. seem to be right on top of the timing now when they apparently completely missed the Skid Row album last summer. All of a sudden, it was just there. And of course, the self-titled album, 18 in Life, Youth Gone Wild, I Remember You, all those singles off that first record. But mm-hmm. Slaves at a Grind, in terms of anyone who likes Skid Row, that's their best album. That's musically, vocally, sonically, their finest work. So mm-hmm. it's been nice that they're playing those songs. And the second thing I learned today, uh, reading the story, because I don't keep up with 2020 Skid Row, <laughs> is that Z.P. Thart is their lead singer. I'm and sorry, say that name again? Z.P. Thart. Okay, heard you wrong the first time. And he is from Dragon Force. You'll remember that song probably a decade ago, in, Through the Fire and the Flames, that was this crazy guitar solo song that was featured in the video game Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. He used to sing for that band. He was singing on that song, and I just was baffled that that's the guy they've got to replace Sebastian Bach. He's an amazing singer. Cool. So I'm actually intrigued to hear a live version of Skid Row now more than I ever have been. Well, all of this to say that uh, anything around Skid Row or Sebastian Bach right now, as you would say... It's a scene, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a scene. Finally, the world has been waiting for this for a long time. The dream has come true. Deadheads, you've got footwear coming from Nike. Yeah. The Nike SB Dunk Low Grateful Dead will cost 110 US dollars. Three different colors. Orange version available Saturday. And the green and yellow versions come out a week tomorrow. These shoes are based around the Bears showcased on their 1973 live album History of the Grateful Dead Volume 1. Like dancing, dancing Bears. Bears, yeah. On the okay. on the yeah. uh, on the album cover, I guess the back album cover, and they're featured on the tongue of the shoe, on the yeah. sole of the shoe, and the shoes are kind of furry. They are furry. These are actually perfect for any Grateful Dead fan. You would think that supporting a big corporate entity like Nike, yeah, oh, yeah. and you know buying one hundred twenty dollars shoes wouldn't necessarily be in the mindset of a Grateful Dead fan. But hear me out. There is a hidden compartment inside the shoe for you to stash things. Oh, like your car keys or maybe a, I don't maybe know. a not, quarter in case... It's not big enough for car keys, but... Maybe a quarter if you need to make a phone call or... Uh, you know, slightly bigger than a quarter. Okay. Maybe almost uh, matchstick size, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, Some loose I see what you're saying. <laughs> and two is that the only way you could really enjoy wearing these shoes out in public is if you yourself and everyone around you were completely stoned because they're hideous. Yeah, they're not uh, <laughs> not an attractive They piece do look of like work. something I might wear like to go to bed. Like they're very close to a slipper, it looks like. And they do have that uh, compartment to keep your pinner in, I guess. So only $110 US. Yeah, I mean, I've spent more money on far dumber things. So <laughs> you know, maybe I'll go look, at, look on the Nike website and see what I can pre-order. A more ringing endorsement you'll never hear. That is the classic Rock Files, 94.3 The Drive Music Director, Mike Young. Thank you. Thank you.